0: geekdom podcast my name is dave joining me again tonight is matt hello i'm here i'm ready (laughs) and unexpectedly but matt you're joining me on episode 100 hooray very exciting, very exciting. No, it's
1: not what we planned, but it's still exciting that this is the hundredth episode.
0: No, no, you want to fit schedule <laughs> you know I got to fit into schedules and Daredevil comes yeah, yeah. out this week. We want to get this episode out this week and we really wanted to get the Greg Weissman interview out and that ended up being episode 99 instead of episode 101. so we we are are flexible that way. so episode 101 will be our big anniversary celebration. We'll have hosts and guests and uh cake maybe there'll be cake.
1: I I'll eat cake on my side if I've, it I've been, helps. <laughs> I'll been, eat cake.
0: I've been seeing on Twitter that uh, uh, Amelia has been making a lot of cake for her birthdays, so maybe she can make us a cake. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, so this is actually our 100th episode. It's pretty exciting. It's been two years of work, mm-hmm. uh, two years of fun, and uh, we we hope to do many, many more. Yes. All right. Now that that's out of the way. Uh, tonight's episode is a huge one because this is Daredevil week all week. Yes, <laughs> season two on Netflix comes out after uh, what some deem a lackluster Jessica Jones season. I deem it that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, after an amazing season one of Daredevil on Netflix, we get season two. This is a whole season of him in the in the awesome looking costume. Yes. And we get the introductions. The formal introduction of Elektra. She was mentioned in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, the, by the Greek girl he dated was the name. Yep. <laughs> Foggy called her. That was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we get the 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 renewed Marvel Studios introduction of the Punisher.
1: Oh yes.
0: Played by John.
1: So excited
0: when then it cast John Bernthal. I was like, it's one of those moments where just like with J.K. Simmons as as Commissioner Gordon. I didn't even think of him, and it's perfect. Yep. it's They, they, they do so well with, with, with casting at Marvel, and now DC, you know, we have our mm-hmm. questions about Ben Affleck and all that, but I think he's going to do fine. But uh, DC seems to be doing the same thing now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do, uh, since it's Daredevil week, we're going to do an Atomic Kingdom University episode, Daredevil, Electra, Punisher 101. We'll get you prepared for these new characters in this new season. Mm-hmm. look back at season one of daredevil to get you caught up on what happened if you didn't watch season one don't start with season two because you're missing amazing television with yeah
1: one. i just started re-watching season one today and i'm just uh, i i enjoyed it so much i can't wait for my next day that i can watch some of it
0: <laughs> yeah i wish i had time to watch it all i should have planned a little more ahead to watch it all before season two but i just won't have time to binge it all um, even though I, well, won't.
1: I'm going to tell, I'm going to, I'm going to tell something here that some people might judge me for, but I had the opportunity to work today and I was like, no, I think I'm going to stay home and watch
0: Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> you work hard, you work hard. So I think that's yeah, okay. <laughs> I stayed
1: home and watched Daredevil instead of making more money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I left a little early work today too, but that's cause I was exhausted, but there was nothing for me to do. So, uh, uh at that point, but yeah, you worked hard. You earned a little break. So I did. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yes, Daredevil, Netflix. Netflix's Marvel's Daredevil, however they title that now. Um, season one came out last year, April 10th, and I remember staying up very late because I didn't want to stop.
1: And, yeah, uh, I couldn't do that last year. I was just like, I want to get home so I can watch Daredevil. <laughs>
0: Uh, for those, let's see, time zone-wise, it releases at 11.59 a.m. or 12.01 a.m. East uh, Pacific Time, I believe it is.
1: Oh, that's really late. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, Eastern, it's 3.01, and then where I live, it's 2.01. So, I'll probably get one or two episodes, maybe just one, uh, down before, before I pass out. Cause mm-hmm. I'll be working all day that day, and most likely the next day, so... Uh, we'll see, but uh, before the weekend's over, it will have been watched. <laughs> I can nice. guarantee you that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and we'll have the review up on the website for sure. Uh, I just can't wait. I cannot wait for season two. All right, but let's talk about just Daredevil in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man without fear has another name. He goes by Matt Murdoch, uh, mm-hmm. was a young boy that got, exposed to radioactive substances from a truck mm-hmm. and this blinded him and also heightened his senses.
1: Ooh ooh and those and those radioactive substances also created the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Boom. Just that, wanted to throw that in there. Is that right? Yes.
0: <laughs> I didn't know the that. The
1: very first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I mean, obviously, because they were, uh, because Eastman and Laird were independents, they yeah. couldn't, uh, say Matt Murdock. Right. But the very first issue of the Ninja Turtles has the scene of the boy, you know, Matt Murdock jumping in front of the truck to push the old man out of the way. And, you know, him being hit with the radioactive goo and you know saying he's blind and then the radioactive goo going down into the sewers and creating the turtles
0: that's awesome i think i, I do know, remember right? hearing that i do remember <laughs> yeah. that. that's the best and did i say Oop. his nickname was the man without fear i hope so yes.
1: okay yeah. there's actually a really good frank miller comic book series about Daredevil called the man without fear
0: we'll talk about that cuz this um, this this next season has a lot of influences from frank miller and sort of the first season
1: yeah. And it uh, heightened all his other senses to the point where he might as well not be blind.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he has got a certain kind of sonar now. Yeah. Uh like a radar type sense. Uh his father was very key figure growing up, as a lot of Marvel characters, the fathers are. Mm-hmm. Uh his box he was a boxer named Jack Murdoch. In the show he actually fights uh Creel uh Creed. Uh Creel? <laughs> Creel. Creel, yeah, who has also been on Agents of Shield later yeah. but I don't know how they work that time travel or something or maybe it's yeah. just older I don't know anyway uh, he's supposed to,
1: Jack Murdock. that's right yeah. yeah
0: he's supposed to throw a fight but he refuses and then he gets killed by the gangsters and then the sets sets up Matt to be a vigilante type character
1: oh I watched uh, that scene today and cried oh man yeah
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, let's see here. His abilities, peak human physical and mental condition, highly skilled acrobat and hand-to-hand combatant, radar sense, superhuman senses, and utilization of specially designed club, which has, like, a rope on it. And
1: it, Yeah, it comes apart, so he can use it, like, uh, kind of, like, to swing around. It's almost like his... I mean, he's... Basically, Marvel's Batman, except he's blind and has yeah. super senses. So he kind of does the same stuff, where like he has that rope so he can like swing around from place to place and stuff like that.
0: Yes, yes. And his his alter ego, Matt Murdock, is a lawyer by day. Mm-hmm. He actually has a day job. <laughs> so. Yep. He's not only fighting crime at night; he's also <clears throat> battling crime in the courtroom. He's actually a defendant, a defending attor- uh, attorney, not not a. He's a defense attorney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which plays out quite a lot in season one. Yep. Um, as far as that that goes, um, his first appearance was in Daredevil number one in April 1964. He was created by Stan Lee and Bill Everett, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I mean he's been affiliated with Shield. Uh the law firm of Nelson and Murdoch. He's been mm-hmm. affiliated to the new Avengers, uh, The Hand, which we're gonna talk about a little later. Mm-hmm. And the Defenders, which we'll kinda of talk briefly about, because that's where this is all leading to in yep. in Netflix world. The Netflix T V universe is leading towards the Defenders miniseries, which is essentially mm-hmm. their their Avengers.
1: Yeah, street level Avengers.
0: Yeah, right, yeah, right. Um. So that that roster will, uh, assumably, be Jessica Jones, Daredevil, um, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. Maybe yep. maybe more. Uh. Now that we maybe have, now that we have Elektra involved and Punisher. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows how far that'll go? But I. I, I <clears throat> for now, those four are probably going to be it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. <clears throat> okay. So. Daredevil villains. Yep. We had, uh, I mean, in the first season, you get the big one, Kingpin, Kingpin, which is not just the Daredevil villain. He's also a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Uh, but he's more recognized in the Daredevil universe because he's part of the gangster affiliation that he's trying to fight against in hell's kitchen. Mm. -hmm. Um, played brilliantly in the television show. I, I loved that storyline. Yeah. With, with Vincent D'Onofrio as, as, Fisk. as Wilson Fisk. Yeah. They did a great job of building that character of not mentioning his name. Mm-hmm. Like they never said his name. And then when somebody says like Kingpin or something like that, like, he, didn't he get the crap kicked out of him? Like
1: just... Uh, well, I mean, I watched the one to the only guy I can remember having, you know, Fisk beating him up is the, the when the Russian. Russian, yeah. When the Russian comes and interrupts his dinner beyond that, I can't, I mean, they don't want anybody to say Wilson Fisk, but beyond that, I can't remember anything yeah. about Kingpin, so.
0: Right, right. They separate the two identities, Fisk and Kingpin, yeah. because he's also a businessman um, who's trying yeah. to, I guess. I don't
1: think they call him Kingpin once in the show, do they?
0: I think someone mentions it as, like, it could a could be wrong. Yeah, I think it's mentioned as a nickname. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't think, you're, I think you're right. Um, I liked the, the story about showing like his childhood, like you get an origin episode for him, Mm -hmm. which I wasn't expecting. He's just a a very violent man. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Wilson Fisk Uh is, uh, Uh he, he kills a guy by smashing it with a car door, his head. So that's, that's the kind of level of violence you can expect from the Netflix show. All right, so what other villains should we talk about? We talked about Kingpin already. What other villains are there in the Daredevil rogues gallery?
1: I mean, he doesn't have very many. I mean, he could, there's like Bullseye, who was in that really bad movie. <laughs> like uh, by Colin Farrell. Yeah, but he's not like – I mean, the, that's the weird thing is Daredevil doesn't – to my knowledge. I mean, I haven't read a lot of Daredevil books, so I can't say, but – yeah. I can't really think of very. Me- I mean, Electra is like a pseudo villain, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose if I looked it up real quick, I could <laughs> think of some more. But I can't off the top of my head, honestly. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: it's a lot of like gangsters and. Street yeah, level. it's
1: real, real street level. So. Um,
0: so, uh, well, let's talk about the hand then.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I almost forgot about
0: the hand. <laughs> uh, se- season two. We, I mean, we got introduced to them very candidly and well, briefly, I guess, in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to get a lot more of them in season two for sure. So. Oh
1: yeah, that's yeah. It's definitely most of season two. It looks like.
0: Yeah, right, right. Uh, Speaking, we we kind of already talked about him, but Frank Miller is involved with the creation of The Hand. Yep. Um, it's, uh, It's an order of evil mystical ninjas who are heavily involved in organized crime and mercenary activities such as assassination plots. The Hand covets power above all other objectives. They are primarily based in Japan, but operate internationally. They were founded in 1588 as a secret society of Japanese nationalist samurai but were soon co-opted by the Snake Root an ancient yep. ninja clan which serves a primordial demon known only as the Beast. The Beast. Do you think we will get the Beast this season? Uh,
1: boy, that newest teaser said something about an ancient evil rises, so yeah. possibly. That
0: would be that would be crazy. Be
1: Pretty cool and pretty crazy and – but maybe they are going to bring the mystical into it by the time they get to Iron Fist, so. Yeah, that's true. I would say possibly. (laughs) We'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure at this point.
0: Yeah, it's purely speculation. I mean we've already been introduced to Stick Mm -hmm. uh, who trained Matt Murdock to fight – and yep. he was uh, the leader of the Chaste, which was the Hand's kind of rival or ad- yeah. adversary. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and we saw him talking to somebody kind of mysteriously at the end of one of the episodes, season one. And I assume he's talking to maybe somebody in the Chaste or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading towards what we're, what we're talking about now, which is the Hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Electra is heavily evolved in that storyline as well. Yep. Uh, with, with the hand, um, I think she was a member of the hand, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh, yes, yes. Um, and in fact, I think she talks about it like a teeny tiny bit in one of those trailers. I can't remember them. I've only watched them a couple times cause I didn't want to see too much. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean?
0: Oh, and and to relate back to what you brought up before, the foot clan are related to the hand. Yeah, uh, they're created that's as why homage.
1: Yeah, that's why they're called the foot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, thank you. Those guys
1: loved. Yeah, Easton and Laird, they loved Daredevil. So. Um.
0: Yeah. Uh. Kevin Smith is a huge Daredevil fan. He wrote.
1: Yeah, he wrote a Daredevil book.
0: Uh, so much so that he concluded a little scene of him making a Daredevil movie and Jason Bob strike right back. Mm-hmm. You can see a little stunt work. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh. So let's just talk season one of Daredevil now. Mm-hmm. Uh. Thirteen episodes. Yep. All of them amazing. Yep. <laughs> um. For the most and, part. When it came out, Arrow was probably my favorite TV show, or my favorite comic book show at that time. Mm -hmm. And there's a fight scene in a hallway where Arrow is saving, like, his his stepfather, who was in season one. Yeah, Where he, like, slams a dude's head into the wall three times as he's raiding this place, trying to find his his stepfather. Mm -hmm. I I thought that was the best action sequence I'd seen on TV, until (laughs) another hallway sequence was made... Uh, like episode three or two. Episode
1: two, the very end of episode two. I watched that twice today. I watched it all the way to the end and then I rewound it and watched it again.
0: Oh, it's so
1: good. (laughs) Like I, there's some great editing in that scene. There's some great fighting in that scene.
0: Yeah. It's just, oh man, I don't know what to say. It's just so well done. And he's in in the, the 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 story that he's serving, he's saving a kid who was kidnapped Yep. And it's just so well done. And then it leads, like, right into the next, like, three episodes. Like, it just builds right off of that. And, uh, season one is just so good. I can't wait to watch it again. I can't wait for season two. All right, I got to. I know. Now
1: I want to stay up real late and watch more. <laughs>
0: I got to stop fanboying out here for a second. Get back to work uh so season one introduced us to Matt Murdock. We got the origin story yeah uh it's it's the same origin story in in pretty much everything uh, even the the movie followed that with Ben Affleck, yeah, not much to dare uh you know deviate from with that storyline it's 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 a really well done story
1: yep uh
0: so you get to see him as a child learning to <laughs> learning to use his 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 blindness you know try to learn how to be. Uh, a member of society as a blind man or a blind mm-hmm. kid. Uh, Catholicism plays a big role in that character as well. Um, yeah, he's
1: very Catholic.
0: Yeah. In fact, I think that's the first time you see him is he's he's confessing, yeah, right? Yeah, he's
1: confessing. Well, he, he's sort of confessing, yeah. He's in the confession booth, but he hasn't done anything yet. He says he's there not to ask for forgiveness for what he's done, but to ask for penance for what he's about to do.
0: That's it, yeah. 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 Which, yeah, he, yeah, a a lot of it, well, what we're going to deal with in season two, which is a lot of what deals with with the Batman character and and his relationship with Joker, is the line he won't cross, he won't kill. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, but he's still, because he's so Catholic, he actually does feel guilty about what he, he, he's not comfortable even doing as much as he does. Mm -hmm. Like, he feels like, even though he knows he's doing a good thing, he feels bad because he's going out there and and hurting people. Yeah. So it's it, it, that's a very interesting aspect of the character for sure.
0: Oh, agreed. Agreed. I was never, you know, I always talk about it with comic books. Go my comic books and Marvel were always X Men. Like I, I stuck in mm-hmm. that universe. So I, I, I knew Daredevil and his yellow and red costume at the time. Yeah. Which I always thought looked ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the new
1: cast. His costume in general, I'm not even. No matter what color it is, I think it looks a little weird. But yeah. that's neither here nor there.
0: I mean, the TV show one is more believable. It's y- yeah. They, I mean, they incorporate the devil horns because of his father and his boxing outfit mm-hmm. and his hood. I mean, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, back to the season one. Charlie Cox played Matt Murdock Daredevil brilliantly.
1: I was going to say, you want to talk about a guy, we were talking about casting that you would never have thought of, never in a million years would have thought of Charlie Cox as Daredevil.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that much about him. I know he's been in Boardwalk Empire, which I didn't finish. I watched some of it. Uh, Yeah, I didn't
1: finish it either.
0: (laughs) uh, I am not afraid to admit I'm a fan of the movie Stardust, and he's the main character in that, and I liked him in that. I've never seen that. So. It's uh, it's kind of a girly movie. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Gotcha. But uh, I don't care. I liked it a lot. <laughs> it's got, I mean, it's got Claire Danes in it, so and Sienna Miller. So you know, I'm into yep. it. And a, and a very very uh, spoiler alert, gay Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Henry Cavill is in it. Ricky Gervais. I like it. I enjoy a it.
1: Cast actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, and it was directed by Matt Vaughn. So. Hmm. And based on a Neil Gaiman novel. Interesting. So I recommend it. Go watch it. I, I enjoyed it. It's it's kind of a, a dopey, kind of tale ish romance, but I, I liked it a lot. Anyway, he's the main character in that, so I, I liked him from that, and, you know, anybody pretty much from Boardwalk Empire is going to be good.
1: Yeah, they had a stellar cast. I just wasn't super interested in the show.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, so I didn't know too, a whole lot about him, and then, you know, so I just thought, yeah, he'll be fine. Why not? And you watch the season and he is Matt Murdoch. Like he is daredevil. Oh, yeah. And you kind of feel bad for him. Cause he's not a blind dude and he's got to act like a blind dude, but he does mm-hmm. it so well. And you know, he took the time well- to research it. <clears throat>
1: he he, yeah i mean he acts like a blind dude to a point in fact i was thinking of this while i was watching it today probably because it was my second time watching the series and i had time to think about it but there's one scene right after claire gets kidnapped where he takes off running down an alley jumps on a dumpster climbs a wall runs across (laughs) a rooftop i'm like yeah, isn't, I know he's supposed to be able to do a lot of things, but isn't he blind? <laughs> like, yeah, right. That's why I said at the top of the show, he might as well not be blind. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, Charlie Cox does a good job of it, but yeah, he only acts blind to a point.
0: Right, right. Uh, speaking of the oh. rest of the cast, uh, a character I didn't know a whole lot about, Karen Page, yeah, uh, is a main character in this first season and probably going forward.
1: Yeah, I'm curious where they're going to take Karen Page in the second season because yeah, she actually has a very dark storyline.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, the yeah. actress they cast was Deborah Ann Wool, who I was in love with on True Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good actress, very beautiful actress, and she uh, loved the role. Like you could tell, she got into the character and she did a great job being dramatic. She is kind of the. She begins as the the. The heroine, or not the heroine, the uh the the damsel essentially. Yeah, a little bit. She's kind of set up for murder, and mm-hmm. set up to be murdered in jail while she's you know so she doesn't confess what she knows because she used to work. Um,
1: she used to work for the the uh, they're basically the insurance company that yeah. handles the claims of uh, superhero related uh, destruction.
0: Yeah, because this takes place right after um, Age of Ultron?
1: No, No, right after after the uh, initial
0: Avengers. Yeah, right right. after
1: the first Avengers. Yeah, because...
0: They're talking a lot about the... The
1: incident involving the alien invasion.
0: Yeah, Jessica Jones is right after Age of Ultron. They kind of hint at the dropping of the whole continent or country or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the backlash of people with powers is Jessica Jones. This is... He's less about hiding... He's more about just fighting. But, yeah, they mentioned Avengers a couple times at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm Then it kind of just do- delves into it, it's, its own thing. Yeah. Which I like. <laughs> yeah. um, Just like her origins in the comic books, she then gets hired on by Foggy Nelson. Or, actually, more by Murdoch, right? Um hires her well she,
1: they kind of in tandem hire her because she doesn't have any money to pay them but they like her and so she agrees to work for free for a little while and
0: get them on there because
1: she's so grateful to to have been helped out by them and she feels bad that she can't pay them
0: yeah yeah uh so in her storyline across the whole season is she's trying to she's she stole essentially and she's trying to kind of redeem herself yeah, um, and she's really tied into what's going on with the Kingpin, and so her life's in danger. And there's a developing uh, romance interest between her and Foggy, and mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe even Matt in season two. I don't know where they're going to go with that. It just it looks a little weird.
1: Um, one of the trailers, it's possible, uh, or, yeah. yeah. One of the trailers. Well, I was thinking. just I was just trying to think of what her and Matt's relationship was comic wise, and I oh, think yeah. it's. I think it's possible they could have a, a little something in season 2 but we'll see where they take it.
0: Yeah, I'll let you uh, tell me about her comic book origin or comic book storyline that we are not sure if it's going to go down that road or not.
1: Well, she becomes a drug addict. Yeah. Um and a uh, she does some not so wonderful things because she I can't remember what she gets addicted to though. I want to say heroin? but i might be wrong on that front and yeah i mean she but i feel like they might go for that on daredevil even though marvel the movies has a history of ignoring gigantic problems like tony stark's alcoholism yeah um but those the movies are uh, more kid geared so it's in she, I'm really curious.
0: Yeah, she becomes a heroin addict and a porn yes. star. Yes. Um, she, but I she,
1: think she, they mention. I think season one brings up that she's already done some porn in her past.
0: Oh, I missed that. If I'm not. Oh <laughs> uh, well,
1: I'm You're, trying to remember. You could be right. There, well, there is a man. Uh, I I kind of like looked away for like a second today and I I came back to a scene of um, Daredevil beating up a dude and he was asking – I think the guy was following Karen and Matt was there to figure out what – and I could be totally wrong on this – was there to figure out why he was following Karen and he says, what do you have on her? And the guy goes, he, I have uh, a video of her and he says, what kind of video? And he says, the vi- the kind of video that you wouldn't want like an employer to see or something like that. So hmm. they may have already touched on her having done some unsavory things. Maybe it's security
0: or, footage of her stealing. Maybe.
1: That could be. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. I'll have to uh, watch um, it again.
1: I'll have to watch it again. Um, um, no, because he mentions when she was young. Oh, so. okay. But anyway, yeah, she does – so I'm interested to see if they'll go – basically the, my, my whole point of going down that road in the first place was I wonder mm-hmm. if they'll address that because it was a big storyline for Karen Page, but also, like I said, so was Tony Stark's alcoholism and they chose to ignore that. So
0: There's a storyline with her where Mysterio actually uh, disguises himself as a doctor, performs a blood test and tells her that she's HIV positive
1: that I didn't know. <laughs>
0: um I all right. Yeah, she does have a, a romantic relationship with them briefly. It looks like Mhm. uh but with Daredevil, excuse me. Yeah,
1: that I did know. I was just I I'm not positive they'll go there, but they might. And, you know what I mean?
0: And in the books, she's murdered by Bullseye. Mhm. So,
1: yeah, she comes to yeah, that's the other thing I'm wondering what they'll do.
0: Season 3. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or, you know, she could be murdered by somebody entirely different in season two. And in a way, like, it's terrible to say, but I hope she does die just because I hate when shows avoid um, any kind of real peril for the main characters that you actually like. Yeah, right. Uh, I know some shows overdo it, like Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, but then other shows avoid it entirely. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if Karen Page died, that would be... Uh, a good story beat is you know, something I – not that I'd enjoy seeing Karen die, but I'd enjoy the story beat.
0: Yeah, I mean with The Walking Dead, they do it to serve a purpose usually. I mean one, it's it's a post-apocalyptic world where people die. It's, it's going right. to happen. And then two, you need to have something for your characters to sort of react to or drama in some way. So that's <laughs> that's their purpose. But um, right. in this – and that's the purpose Karen's death would serve.
1: Exactly, it
0: would be a turn for not just Matt, but also Foggy and you know Ben Urich. Ben Urich's dead. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. <laughs> never yeah, never mind. <laughs> so mostly just those two then.
1: <laughs> yeah, for Matt and Foggy, it would yeah. be a pretty big thing. And
0: yeah, especially if they're gonna do the love triangle thing, where I think Foggy's got a crush on her. Oh yeah, um, and yeah. and if she becomes kind of involved with Matt, then you have that because. Well, let's talk about Foggy before we go any further. Yeah. Fog, Foggy's Matt's best friend. They, they knew each other in college, and uh, they're the law partners now. And he he's not just a sidekick. He's not just comic relief either. Although yeah. that, that is kind of the purpose you think he's serving. But what's interesting is when he finds out about Daredevil and Matt's uh, extracurricular activities, he's completely against it. Oh,
1: yeah, like, He's very, very upset,
0: <laughs> adamantly against it, like he like the, they they fight, they don't talk to each other for a while, and it's so much to the point where Karen doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. um, and she of course doesn't know his identity right she does does she learns it eventually, right.
1: Yes, I can't remember the end very
0: well honestly. Yeah, it's been a year since I watched it. Yeah,
1: I haven't yeah, I haven't watched it between the time I finished it last April and when I just restarted it today, so I can't exactly remember the details.
0: Oh, no, that's disappointing on both our counts. <laughs> I know exactly. Right, uh, just, There's
1: just been so much good stuff between then and now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um other supporting characters in the season one were well, <laughs> what was Wesley. That's Fisk's right-hand man. Yep. Uh, ben that Yur- guy
1: was great, by yeah. the
0: way. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, Yurik uh, was the journalist for the New York Bulletin. He was kind of researching everything that's going on, and he kind of follows the Daredevil case. Um, I was
1: shocked to see him because he's typically a Spider-Man character, so I thought yeah. or sure Sony would have had the rights to him.
0: Oh, I did want to mention that Karen Page showed up in uh, deleted scenes or for the Daredevil movie, by the way. Huh. Um, in the film adaptation, Karen Page is portrayed by Ellen Pompeo of uh, Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. And I believe Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Um, most of her scenes were deleted from the final theatrical cut, but they can be seen in the, da- the Daredevil director's cut DVD. She is visibly attracted to Matt Murdock, shown... When she presents him with two invitations to Wilson Fisk's business party, and demonstrates visible disappointment when Foggy Nelson promptly takes the second invitation for himself. Mm. When Matt is tracking Kingpin's forces, Karen helps Foggy determine the meaning of a key piece of evidence in a current case. So mm. there you go. You gotta watch the director's cut to see it. Which I've heard. I've only I've watched heard it's it once. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's better. Um, the but the teeter totter scene. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't get over the teeter totter scene.
1: I can't remember that movie even a uh, little teeny tiny bit.
0: You're lucky. All right, back to the season one. Uh, we got Leland Owlsley. Um, he's yeah. he's another key figure working with Fisk. He's one of oh, the, yes. the, the old yep. dude. Yep. But there's a character called Owl or the Owl, which is the same name, but we're kind of led to believe that that might be his son because they do mention his son, I think, once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's possible uh there's a possibility that that villain may appear but i doubt it i think this is their interpretation of that character yeah just to make him a bad guy and you know bad businessman type person yeah uh, and he dies at the end i believe um i can't remember anyway uh vanessa Mariet mariana uh that's will his love interest which mm-hmm. was pretty amazing to see that turn yeah, uh, how she kind of spoiler alert, sorry guys, she kind of like went with him on the ride of being a a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, once she figured out what was really going on. Um, what a great character, uh, Rosario Dawson as Claire Temple was in it. Uh-huh. more. <laughs> she was in it much more than I expected. Um, and it was cool to see her sh- pop up at the end of Jessica Jones too. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be kind of like your bridge for all these movies, I think or all these shows, excuse me. Uh, Probably. Yeah. She's going to be the love interest, I believe for Luke Cage. Um, Uh, not a hundred percent on that, but. Maybe. Fairly certain. I saw something like that.
1: Maybe that wouldn't make his, well, maybe, I don't know. Jessica Jones is supposed to be his love interest. So yeah. In
0: the books, they end up married and yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure they dated at one. Yeah. They've, well yeah, yeah.
1: Luke and the night nurse, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see.
0: Yeah, Claire Temple was the night nurse. Um in this version, she's a nurse, and that's how she comes to know Daredevil. She heals him a lot and works with him, and at one point she gets kidnapped. Or yeah. she, her life's in danger essentially, and they have to save her. Uh we talked about Wilson Fisk and um I don't know, that's that's about it for season one of main characters. Yeah. Uh all of them playing kind of s- substantial roles and of course Stick. We didn't really mention s- Stick as part of the cast, but we've talked about him we We talked
1: about Stick a little, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um Okay, so that's season 1, uh which which ended with Fisk going to jail. Yep. Uh our hero finally getting a costume. Oh, we should mention that guy that that, that made the costume. He mm-hmm. he's important. Uh <laughs> Uh, a little man cuz he not only creates daredevils in the books he creates somebody else's costume too i thought um
1: shoot. Well, isn't he the isn't he the tinkerer
0: that that i think that yeah i think so
1: <laughs> i feel like in the books he's the tinkerer but he's not uh,
0: uh i got to find him now terrible terrible podcasting guys i'm sorry
1: no kidding right uh, i'm looking at let's... the tinkerer here we go i'm just double checking Yeah. Because I know that uh, the tinkerer's real name, Phineas Mason, I don't think that's in other media. I'm going to double check. Uh, No. He's still somebody else. So I don't know who that guy is. I can't remember. Shoot.
0: All right. I know you guys are probably screaming at your radios.
1: Probably. We're doing this poorly.
0: And I apologize. (laughs) Uh, I'll keep looking while we're talking. Cause I know I'll find it and you'll find it. I'm pretty sure I put it in my review. So that's where I'm headed next. Um, Oh, gotcha. So yeah, here we got the, the red costume cause he had been working in a black costume for the most, the whole season. <coughs> yeah. Until then he finally gets, uh, gets the red, the, the, the custom, uh, original red suit. Um, that leads us really into season two. You don't hear, you don't even see him in Jessica Jones. I think you hear about him.
1: Yeah, um, they talk about him because of no. Again, Claire.
0: Right, right. She mentions she knows. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, there's, there's. I would have thought there would have been like, a, like oh, there's another vigilante running around, dressed like a de- like a devil or something. But they never said anything even like that. Like
1: that's all right, I would have expected a lot of Jessica Jones that I didn't get, so
0: yeah, yeah, I get you, I get you Carl, <laughs> Carl crusher Creel that's that's the name I was trying to think of before. that's the fighter, oh yeah, that, that goes against Battle and Jack, um oh yeah, lots of parkour in season one, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's awesome
0: uh it yeah, you thought you thought Arrow had parkour would just watch watch us watch this show
1: well like i said there was a part where he jumped on a dumpster and climbed the wall of a building
0: yeah right okay let's uh i can't find it uh oh nobu they talk about nobu a lot Mm. Uh, there's the one episode where he fights the the dude uh the 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 ninja guy
1: the red ninja which
0: which was amazing um so yeah let's, let's okay so this is all part of the mcu we know that uh, along yep. with Agents of Shield, the Justice Zones—it's all one universe. It's all connected. All that good stuff. Uh, I can see Daredevil fighting alongside any of the Avengers. I don't know about you.
1: No, no? not really. No, maybe Captain America, but beyond that, no.
0: Uh, okay, maybe not fighting alongside, but con- but 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 um, in the same breath of those guys, like I could see them interacting. That's the word I'm looking for.
1: See, again, like I don't. I feel like Daredevil is so – like it's supposedly part of the same thing. But I feel like it's so vastly different from the rest of the MCU. Why is personally, that? Personally, I just the, – the tone of it, the, the, the acting of it, the writing of it, the, the characterizations of the people that live there just seem so different that – it, it just feels like a different place and so – I mean maybe – the closest is is uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier and okay. maybe a little Iron Man 3.
0: So you wouldn't – you wouldn't – you would be shocked – well, not just at the aspect of him being there but like if he were in Civil War.
1: Yeah, that would be weird to me. OK. Yeah. Like even though I know that it's supposed to be the same thing, like I really don't feel like just anything about it fits with the rest of the. Because M- I'm one of those guys, and I know that people like there's like a debate going on. I'm the I'm so I think a lot of the MCU movies are very cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Like not that they're all the same movie, but they all have. Well, like I was saying, they have a similar tone, they have a similar feel. They all exist in they definitely all exist in the same space and I just feel like Daredevil doesn't, so the idea of Daredevil uh being next to Thor is is odd. Okay. Yeah. Just my thought on it anyway.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Uh, for me, and I goes, I, I just kind of felt like he could stand toe to toe with like a Hawkeye or a Black Widow, and mm-hmm. um, it would be fun to see them standing side by side or fighting against each other, even, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. All right, let's move on to what we can expect for season two. We got a lot of ground to cover because we're going to cover the Punisher and Elektra since mm-hmm. they will be introduced in season two, and it sounds like. In this year, 2016, of heroes fighting heroes, you got yep. Batman v Superman, you got Iron Man versus Captain America, you're going to have Daredevil versus Elektra, and mm-hmm. Daredevil versus Punisher. Although, I think it's going to start with Daredevil and Electra working together, <laughs> disagreeing on tactics and stuff like that. But Well, in the interest,
1: that I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call either of that hero versus hero.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. Because yeah, Punisher is by no means a hero. Or... Yeah. Or Neither is guy. Electra, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's more hero versus questionable people. Yeah,
0: right, right. So let's start with Electra because it's 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 a little more brief. Uh mm-hmm. she was created by Frank Miller, who has already said that this is not his Electra. <laughs> no, he's not happy. I don't understand why. I mean, did he
1: cranky old man yeah. i don't pay attention to what he said he complains about a lot
0: <laughs> i'd like to complain to him about sin city 2 the movie i just <laughs> love to just talk to him about how bad that was and how good sin city 1 was. Well, anyway all right <laughs> uh J- jennifer gardner portrayed her in the movie and then in the spin-off, which why what anyway. i didn't
1: see that movie
0: oh there's so oh. anyway uh, Elodie Young this time will play the character and I think she looks great so far from what I've seen, sounds great and yeah. um, let's see, she was created by Frank Miller, like I said, in Daredevil number 168 in January of 1981 she's older than I am by 6 months Yep. Uh, let's see her abilities, physical attributes enhanced to peak of human potential master martial artist low level mind control and telepathic communication, I didn't know that That one I didn't know either. Expert with various types of weaponry, particularly her trademark twin size. She is the Raphael of the Marvel Universe. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She has a long history of being a love interest for Daredevil, Mm -hmm. uh, but she's more violent and she's more of a mercenary. She's like we were talking about. She's not really a good guy.
1: Um, Yeah, she's questionable. She has questionable tactics and morals.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's also worked with like Wolverine and... Mm-hmm. um she's been a also so
1: s- a guy of questionable tactics and morals yeah
0: right uh she's worked with the thunderbolts the hand shield hydra the chaste and heroes for hire which Heroes for hire yeah, like, that so. was luke cage and iron fist right
1: yeah uh yeah
0: yeah uh which i'm sure we'll see some kind of iteration of that eventually i hope so um i mean i don't know what what can you really say about electra other than she's she's awesome but she's she's not not a good guy. Uh, she's right,
1: and she's a, a secondary character, really. I mean, she's... I don't think she's ever carried her own book. I could be wrong.
0: Um,
1: Do you take, have it in front of you? You yeah. were just reading about her.
0: I'll take a look. Has she
1: ever carried her own book? If she has yeah, it. has
0: I mean, just like mini series. Yeah, she like
1: hasn't carried like her own ongoing for very long.
0: Two versions of the Ultimate Universe, Daredevil and Elektra, and just Ultimate Elektra. Um. Hmm. I don't see really uh, a – well, she had a lecture of Volume 1 when it ran 19 issues and then Volume 2 yeah. ran 35. So she did have yeah. a book, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but not – I mean 30, 19 and 35 is not
0: mm, – Well, you know. the Volume 2 was under the Marvel Knights thing. So that was mm. probably – yeah, it had you know, a little little more adult, uh, adult content. Yeah, which probably yeah. why it lasted 34 issues. It probably was a success at that time because mm-hmm. a lot of those Marvel Knights books were very well done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was created as part of Frank Miller's run on Daredevil, and mm-hmm. that's the epitome of her her characterization was the Frank Miller version. Yep. Um, in Marvel vs. DC, she fought Catwoman and won. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, she, yeah, she typically she has no remorse for killing. No. So, um. Yeah, so that's what we She's did.
1: uh she's uh if you're looking for an analogy, she's a little Talia al Ghul.
0: Yes, yes. She's out for revenge what it, <laughs> for her de- her father's death. Yeah. Uh in uh, every version of the movie and <laughs> TV, yeah. I think that's what she's she's coming to to Hell's Kitchen for as well.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I would say so.
0: In season two, yeah. So uh, she was voted uh, 22nd in the Comic Buyer's Guide of 100 Sexiest Women in Comics. So congratulations mm-hmm. to that, whatever. To
1: that fictional character.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on to Punisher. Yep. Frank Castle. Oh, it's Electra Nachios is her last name, I should also say. So Yeah. Frank Castle is the Punisher.
1: Yes, he is.
0: His first appearance was, can you guess the year, the range of the year? Seventy
1: four. Oh, wow. I was yeah. way off. He first appeared in. Wow. Seventy four. He seems like he would not be the character to appear in the 70s.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one twenty nine was his first appearance. He was created <laughs> by Jerry Conway and John Romita, Sr. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born Francis Constiglione. Frank mm-hmm. Castle, <laughs> so he's just a little Italian a little bit uh he's a vigilante who employs murder, kidnapping, extortion, coercion, threats of violence, and torture in his war on crime Mhm uh his original origin is the death of his wife and two children were killed by a mob by the mob during a shootout in new york city central park yep, and that- and he's he's a war veteran, so that's where his training mm. comes in, yep uh not a popular opinion. I actually really liked the Thomas Jane movie.
1: Actually, you'd be surprised. More people like that movie than you would think, actually. It's more popular than Punisher Warzone.
0: Now, with Warzone, I enjoyed for how crazy it was. Yeah. Uh, Because it was off the wall. I I prefer Thomas Jane as Punisher than Ray Stevenson. I love Ray Stevenson. Don't get me wrong. He's a great actor. Uh, but I like Thomas Jane cause it was more ground level, I guess. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't a huge name. Ray Stevens isn't a huge name, but I've seen him in more than I did with Thomas Jane at the time. Yeah. And then, I mean, add in John Travolta as a can't be bad guy. And I don't know. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy war but I knew they weren't, they were missing something. That character yeah. was missing something for sure. Uh, and I'm hoping we, from what I could tell, we we might get that version with John Bernthal uh, Hopefully, in, in this, you know, I, I just don't know because because Jessica Jones got pretty graphic. Yeah, I I want to know if it was was that like their testing ground for what they're going to do with the Punisher.
1: I, uh, Daredevil was graphic too, so yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right. Cut a guy's head off with a car door. Another yeah. guy slammed his own head over on a spike. I mean, right. Guy killed a guy with a bowling ball. So.
0: I take back what I said. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I'm the Punisher. I'm sure they're going to go, you know, full on just wicked, violent, not good guy. Like mm-hmm. the thing with the Punisher is, you know, he's and he's crazy. He's basically what it comes down to.
0: I mean, his first issue, he was hired to kill Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, that should tell you everything right there. He's a key figure in Civil War, even though we're not gonna see him in Civil War, which is kind of no. upsetting. Uh but yeah. I mean you can't. There's just no way. No. Um <clears throat> in the trailers for season two, he talks about uh the differences between himself and Daredevil.
1: Yeah, takes that line from the Joker and uh
0: Yeah, what is the line? Go the ahead. Killing joke. Well he's
1: they're slightly different. He says, uh, "He says something about uh, the Punisher says like you're just one bad day away from being me."
0: That's it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which and I love the, that line. The killing joke line is the Joker just says, "All it takes is one bad day to make a man insane." Yeah, is basically. What he, so you know, similar.
0: But it's true uh, as far as these two guys are concerned. Um, yeah. Punisher doesn't see the dare, daredevil as going far enough to stop the crime. And I'm, yeah, he
1: said, what's the other thing he says? He says, you're a temporary,
0: you're like a band aid or something like you're that. You're like
1: yeah. a band aid, You're a temporary solution. I'm like a, I'm the cure or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but
0: yeah, the promos, from what you can tell is he's got them all tied up on a roof and it, it has connotations to a, a popular Punisher book wherein." Punisher either has to kill, uh, has to shoot. Pun, uh, I'm sorry, not Punisher. Daredevil. He forces Daredevil to take a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's either got to shoot Punisher or Punisher is going to kill someone or something like that. Uh, it's been a long time since I read that story.
1: Yeah, I've never read that story. So,
0: um, but it's 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 that that you know, like Superman killing Zod. It's yeah. That that where's the line, and would you ever cross that line as a hero? Right. And Daredevil's not one to cross that line. Batman's not one. Batman won't kill the Joker, and that that's enough there. I mean, for everything he's done to the people he's loved. Right. Uh, and then you got Daredevil. So and then people with the outrage of Man of Steel. But I've recently listened to the writer of that movie, David Goyer, talk about the justification of it, and it makes a lot of sense.
1: I always thought it made sense. Like it never bothered me at all. I couldn't see. Uh, I don't want to go down that road. I guess that's <laughs> uh, uh, fine.
0: That's fine. It it wasn't like a a, a killer for me. But
1: yeah, I mean, anyway. my point just just real quick. My point was always, what else was he gonna do? Yeah, like, there's
0: no jail to hold him.
1: So. Yeah. So, but uh, in terms of Punisher, I was just thinking about this. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the '90s Spider-Man cartoon?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Do you remember Punisher on that show?
0: Uh brief uh, vaguely, yeah. Oh, it was
1: so goofy cuz obviously he couldn't kill anybody. It was a kids cartoon.
0: Yeah. So
1: he like had he was like a trapper. He like went out and trapped people. <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh, it was so goofy. If you get a chance, it's on Hulu. And if you ever get a chance, you should watch it. It's so goofy. It's it's like not
0: Punisher at all. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of remember how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it,
1: when I was a kid, I didn't realize it. But when I grew up and realized what the Punisher was and I watched that again, I'm like, why did they even bother?
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of the things I wonder why they bothered. But yeah, is he hunting Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, And it looks like in the trailer, he's going to have his T-shirt. Uh, yeah, he better.
1: Like, I didn't see any reason why he shouldn't. But the first couple trailers were like, "Oh, there's no skull on his shirt. That's weird, but okay."
0: Yeah. Uh oh! I did find the scene. Um, from Garth Ennis's The Punisher. Uh, uh-huh. welcome back, Frank. Limited series. He ties, much like we see on the rooftop. He ties Daredevil up with chains, and he makes him hold take a gun.
1: Oh yeah, that is a really famous, I just haven't read it, but that is a really famous, I've heard of it, yeah. Welcome Back Frank, that's really famous, so.
0: Yeah, he gives him the gun and tells Daredevil he has to make a choice, the is going to kill a criminal unless Daredevil uses the gun to shoot him first, Daredevil either has to break his code against killing or watch the Punisher kill a man, mm. uh, so, and then according to Doug Petrie, who's the showrunner, he says, viewers watching the show will be rooting for this guy with a gun, but we're also going to force people the way we force Matt to second guess themselves. So I
1: never second guess like it, the the Punisher is not uh a character I'm behind <laughs>
0: like yeah. do you want to know the result of that scene Yeah uh spoilers potentially if they do this in the show which I mean it's not going to be the main crutch, crutch of the plot Right Uh ultimately he pulls the trigger to stop the Punisher but the gun has no firing pin Punisher still kills the criminal And Daredevil has to live with the fact that he was willing to kill to stop the Punisher. Wow. Uh, I think they have to do that. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, the Punisher is only interesting insofar as uh, what he presents to the other heroes. Like in Civil War, the book, um, when Captain America finally felt like he had no choice but to utilize the Punisher.
0: mm -hmm.
1: It was a big moment. Everyone else was like, are you kidding? Like he's a psychopath. What are you doing? And Cap was at that point where he felt he had no choice but to use the Punisher. So insofar as what he presents to the other heroes in terms of conflict, he's really interesting. But outside of that, like on his own, I have almost no interest in the Punisher just because he – I mean it's basically a book about just a guy going around shooting people
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So season two, uh, March eighteenth, thirteen episodes all at once. Yep. All be available. First episode is called "Bang." That's all I know. Cool. Uh, so take your guesses as to what that might be about.
1: <laughs> I'll take it.
0: Um, returning cast: Charlie Cox as Daredevil, Matt Murdock, Deborah Ann Woll as Karen Page, Eldon Henson again, great job as Foggy. I loved him. Uh, if you don't remember, he's also from Mighty Ducks. Yes, he is. <laughs> and he was in the Butterfly Effect. Uh, I saw. And he was in the last two Hunger Games movies. Uh, he couldn't. And I never saw those either. Not as a speaking role. So that tells you how good of an actor he is. But uh, that he's one of the characters that I think had their tongue removed. Um, oh wow! So he's also in Idle Hands. She's all that. Uh, I always remember him from. Uh, Mighty Ducks.
1: One, yeah, so One, two, I. and
0: three as Fulton Reed.
1: Yeah, that's all I remember him as yeah. ever, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, new cast members John Bernthal as Frank Castle slash Punisher cannot wait. Elodie Young as Uh Rosario Dawson is returning as Claire Temple. Scott Glenn is returning as Stick. Uh, Scott
1: Glenn, the astronaut?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> NASA's Scott Glenn is back as Stick. Uh, Steven Ryder is uh, coming as Blake Tower. Um, sure. which is a character from the comic books. <laughs> he's, sure. He's a, a lawyer, I believe.
1: Okay. I'll take your word for it.
0: Yeah. He actually <laughs> worked on a case between Captain America and Batrock. Wow. So yeah. All right. And he participated in the trial of Peter Parker. Hmm. He's bo- mostly associated with She-Hulk. So maybe we're going to get some She-Hulk.
1: I hope not.
0: <laughs> uh he's going to be kind of like a sidekicker. He's going to work with Daredevil uh with for information to help track down and capture criminals. Gotcha. So that's what he's involved with there. Um yeah. Uh Stephen DeKnight ran the show in season 1. I don't th- he's the one I think left for season 2. He did. Yep. Um he stayed on as a producer, but uh same same crew. I mean, these are all the guys that worked on season one, so I'm not worried at all. No, uh, it's Daredevil versus the Punisher. I mean, that's enough. That's take my money now type of thing.
1: Exactly. I'm ready. I want it. I'm I'm all set. I'm excited. It's what next week?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when this releases, it's this week. So,
1: oh right, yeah. We're playing the time travel game again.
0: Uh, yeah, the podcast time travel game. Yep. Which we're so fun and keen to do. So, uh, yeah, that's that's our rundown for Daredevil, Elektra, and Punisher. I hope we didn't miss. I hope we helped <laughs> a little. Hopefully, This is a very erratic episode, and I apologize. But I think we hit the major points that need to be hit going into Season 2. Uh, if there's anything we missed that you think we should talk about or bring up, hit us up at Tom Kingdom or at 2 Pod. And we'll be sure to include them, uh, some way or another, either with a tweet or something, and let us know where we were wrong or what we missed or what we stumbled on.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, coming up is let's see here. So, yeah, next week, Batman v Superman. Yep. Next week. Oh, amazing. Um, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Google Plus, Stitcher, and iTunes. You want to be on Instagram and Facebook as PaleyFest is going on, uh, and Jenny will be reporting and has been reporting from PaleyFest. Uh, I will be at C2E2 this weekend, so I'm going to need to watch Daredevil immediately before I go out of town, or I'll yep. watch it You know, when I'm trying not to fall asleep, because cons are exhausting.
1: Uh True.
0: So, but I'll be reporting from there with pictures, and then of course we'll talk about it on a geek out episode, and there'll be a post with all the cool uh, pictures of cosplayers. If you're going to be at C two E two, hit us up at Tom Let me know. We'll come find you, uh, take some pictures of you if you're in cosplay, or just talk to you. Uh, I might be giving away free t shirts. So cool! You want to try to look for us, the the pregnant photographer, <laughs> with with. I I think she said she was going to dress up like Felicity from Arrow. I don't know if that's still the case. Pregnant Felicity. I don't know. We'll see. She'll be just about ready to burst. So (laughs) I don't know how that's going to work out. Three days of C2E2 while pregnant. It's going to be interesting. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, there's that. Uh, Matt, Two Broke Geeks on iTunes, on AtomicGeekdom.com. Um. Everyone should subscribe and review now. We're going to be doing a giveaway with those guys very soon, which I haven't even talked to Matt about. Oh wow, cool! So that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So you're going to want to stay tuned to both of our Twitter accounts for that. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's all. Um, I'll just uh, mention this. We'll, we'll we'll give him a break today. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at audibletrial dot com slash atomic kingdom. They have over 150 thousand titles to choose from, and it works on all your devices. You don't need to tell me or need me to tell you what to use it on. You can figure it out. You're all pretty tech savvy. Yep. Uh, doing so, signing up, using their services, listening to books on on your devices helps us. It kicks a little bit back to us and helps us to to bring you this fine fine content of me saying um a lot and f- <laughs> forgetting what i want to say so right uh, um there it is again and uh, yeah that's it that's our show this week follow two broke Geeks on twitter at 2 subscribe tell your friends about all our shows and uh yeah and matt you, you once again get the place of jenny to say the last word